Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 7.30 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds <laughs> argue with each other. <laughs> Alright, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs> You're listening to Never Heard of It, a Night Shift Radio original. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and review if you're so inclined. For more information, visit nightshiftradio.com. At our uh, good friend John's suggestion, I started watching the Harley Quinn animated series. Oh, right. The one that was uh, originally part of the, the... DC Universe Originals, whatever mm-hmm. that was, when they when they had their own streaming series. Yeah, before it became a, just HBO Max. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and it's delightful. Is it? I've it's, heard it's, I've heard good things, but I, I haven't watched it. It's extremely vulgar. Uh, it's extremely violent. Um, <laughs> and it's just a, a thrill ride uh, of comedy. Uh, and you might be able to hear Penelope freaking out uh, in the in the background. That's that's. That's what that is. Yeah. Uh, but now we uh, already, I think, almost halfway through the second season uh, after just like a few nights of watching because it's, it's just that good. That's awesome. Uh, and of course, the, the Bane character, while he's visualized more like the old, like the, the comics and like the old anime series version of Bane with the, the lucha mask and the, the venom tubes and whatnot, uh, the voice is very much a riff on Tom Hardy's Bane. That's uh, great. I'll blow up this barn as far. He's always sulking and wanting to blow things up. That's spectacular. We'll see whose name is Bang now, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, that is what... Yeah, you know, I didn't watch... Um, only because I didn't subscribe to it, but I didn't watch any of those uh, like DC series. Like, I didn't watch Teen Titans um, or anything. Like, I didn't watch Swamp Thing. Um, or, uh, what was the other one? Like star girl. I did watch star girl on the CW and it was fucking mm-hmm. terrible. It yeah, was the, terrible. I wanted so much more out of the, uh, well, the Arrowverse and yeah. the, the CW shows in general, because a lot of, a lot of the, the better, like smaller characters, like made their, their appearance in that TV universe. Uh, but the shows just weren't good. Like, I love the character of The Flash. Love The Flash. Uh, the show is all right. I think it got worse. I mean, it's not yeah. it's not bad now. It's just not as it's good just, as it was three seasons ago, let's say. It's just, it's very slow moving. And it's, Ironically. It's, way, it's the CW, so it's way too much drama. And, like, you know, it's, like even for comic books, this is way too much drama. Like, 
the the '90s X Men cartoon had less drama than this. Like, let's fucking let's dial it back. And the first two episodes are are just Wolverine going Jean for like (laughs) two or three episodes, like staring longingly at her photo. Jean, Jean, I need you too. (laughs) And um, the 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 moment when like Storm loses her powers, like my right <laughs> uh, but yeah like you know green arrow like definitely works a lot better on the small screen and like totally. season one into season two where it's basically like a rehashing of batman begins like Stephen amell does a you know a great a great job in that role it's fun and even like you know when they bring in the the character of you know deathstroke and like there are there are some great moments it they gets a little bit bizarre with the the love triangle with the sisters and then there's like the the black canary and the the white canary and i don't i can't fucking keep track and then one of them goes off and joins the fucking weird ass legends of tomorrow which like should have been a lot more fun than it was like that that cast just yeah. fucking goofy uh but again i don't know. anyway the whole thing goes off the rails and so like i i struggle with like i i wanted to watch all of it like i wanted to be like this is a universe that i can get into cuz very small scale you know cool dc characters coming in and out no uh but yeah like i as much as i love the dc animated like features that they've released over the last several years uh, i i didn't care enough to to subscribe to another streaming service just yeah. for that but when i found out that it was part of hbo max which i had like let's be honest just because of his dark materials uh, <laughs> right uh, like there, there are very few single properties that will get me to to pay for a uh, a subscription service solely for those uh but somehow, like CBS did it with Star Trek, mm-hmm. uh, and HBO did it with his Dark Materials, and when it finally comes out, like nine years later, uh, Apple will get me with Foundation, uh, <laughs> and it makes me angry. But you know what? Here we are. This is this is the life that we live now. Yeah, I you know my bi- my biggest complaint about the CW Arrowverse is that they started this really great trend of connecting all the shows like like they started slowly like bringing them in and they even had this really big moment where they were like all the earths are combined now so like supergirl and the flash and arrow you know whatever's left of it and legends of tomorrow and all this is like everything exists on one earth now everybody is the same everybody is the same earth you know and then they started adding in Stargirl, which just does not fucking care that any of this stuff exists. And then they reference like the Teen Titans, uh, you know, from the Titans show. And I'm like, but there's only one Earth, but you literally never like they're not like part like it just DC's fucking terrible at continuity between they can't films. Get out like of their they, own way. they can't. And you know what? They just need to say like, no. Just fucking enjoy this story and just don't acknowledge that anything else, you know, whatever, every time you turn on any DC property, just be like, hey, I'm only here to watch the Teen Titans. Yes, Supergirl exists and references them. Yes, Arrow exists. Yes, this exists. Yes, fucking the actual films exist that reference it. Like uh, the Flash from Justice League, the movies was in Flash the show. Like, mm-hmm. there was a moment where he, you know, Ezra uh, comes on and he was like, 
what's going on? And Barry's like, I'm the Flash. What? Um, and yeah. actually, they even do a thing where he was like, who are you? And he was like, well, I'm Barry Allen. He's like, no, I'm Barry Allen. And he's like, well, I'm the Flash. And he's like, the Flash. So Barry Allen from CW Flash gave the idea to Barry Allen Justice League Flash to call himself the Flash. Like, that's that's canon. That's movie canon. And, like, it just it, it's just a mess. It's just a fucked up mess, and it sucks. Well, and, like, the day that this uh, episode drops will be the day uh, that the Justice League Snyder Cut uh, launches finally for, for the world to see. Yeah. Uh, whether, you know, whether you care about that or not. All four uh, but, hours of it. Yeah. So I just read a really interesting uh, thing earlier today uh, talking about how uh, one that that was a a reward for some like fairly toxic fandom that kind of legitimizes their their efforts and like that's that's a whole thing in and of itself that we don't have time to get into. Uh, but uh, on the other side of that is that you know DC had started with this idea we're going to do this whole like extended universe and it's going to be great and then you know two movies in they're like wow this isn't really going to work for us like they kind of I I think they gave up on it too early but agreed. It doesn't matter. That's the decision they made. So they're like, okay, now all of these things are going to exist just as one-off stories, uh, and that'll allow us to tell whatever story we want to tell and link these if we want and not if we don't. Uh, okay, cool. Go all in on that. Uh, but the idea of like bringing back the, the Snyder Cut now implies that there is the possibility that this combined universe could still exist, especially if people clamor for it hard enough the way they did with the, you know, release the Snyder Cut hashtag. So, like, who the fucking knows if DC even has a strategy right now, which right. is really disappointing to me because most of my favorite characters are DC. I, you know, if if there ever were a case study to show how important having a producer is, DCEU is is that case study because Marvel has Kevin Feige who just is like, no, no, this is this is the line, this is the timeline, this is the continuity, here's the characters, here's how they're gonna shit. There were things introduced in the Marvel universe that took seven years to come to fruition. Like they dropped things into the universe in fucking Iron Man 1 that didn't mm -hmm. pay off until fucking Endgame, completely unrelated to Iron... You know, like, they're like, they've done such a great job of setting up a world that people feel like they're like, oh, shit, I could, I could do timelines for, for 13, 15 different movies of all different characters and tell you how they all interact and where you see the different things. You know, mm -hmm. whereas DC was like, well, we're, uh... We've cast another Batman, and, uh... <laughs> This time it's uh, it's this guy, and he's younger. But this time it's older. But he's not the same Batman. But he's the Batman from this world. But not the same Batman you saw in this. But a different Joker than the one you saw there. Although it's played by the same guy, it's a different Joker than the one you saw in this movie, Jeez. and it's just a fucking mess. But we're not here to talk about that. That <laughs> is for the Superpod Hero Cast uh, to to talk about. That is on them uh, to to dive into that world. We are here to talk about Rachel getting married. So that being said, hello and welcome to the Never Heard of It podcast, True Railer Edition. I'm your host, Michael Fight. I'm Caleb, and that might be a record for longest we've gone in the episode without introducing it. 
<laughs> 10 minutes. So it was pretty good, actually. <laughs> uh, so we're here to talk about our upcoming episode on the movie Rachel Getting Married. Um, and uh, for those of you who are who are um, longtime uh, listeners or watchers of the podcast, uh, if you read the description for this movie, you were probably like, what? You guys are covering this movie? I mean, you you probably didn't hear of it. Uh, I'm going to guess. You probably never heard of this movie. Um, but you're probably going to be like, I guess, but like Annie Hathaway's in it. Like she's very famous, like royal, <laughs> you know, she's like celebrity royalty at this point. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we have tried to do this, uh, this, um, month of episodes that correlates to, uh, you know, the, the ending of, uh, WandaVision and the, the launch of, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, which as of the release of this trailer episode, uh, that starts tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we're really excited about that. And so we, we were looking for movies that uh, at least featured, if not starred, uh, Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie. So last week with uh, you know, uh, Sebastian Stan uh, playing a just a total shitbag and like oh, terrible. Just, Killing it in uh, We Have Always Lived in the Castle. And next week, of course, we'll be talking about Anthony Mackie starring as a scientist saving the Earth in Io. Uh, but as a, a great little bridge between them, there had been a, a, a an outstanding request that we didn't cover in our listener request month, uh, largely because it was from someone who doesn't listen to the podcast, and that's my wife, Ellen, uh, <laughs> who just just wanted a chance to watch a movie she liked for once. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was good. Yeah. Uh, but you know, she had a legitimate like you know. The, I I think that this movie kind of flew under the radar. I think you know probably a lot of your listeners wouldn't have heard of it, and you know it's a really good movie, and you know you should talk about it. And it just so happens that Sebastian Stan is in it for all of like two minutes uh, and you know he has like three lines and they're great but then, then like that's it so like we we move on from Sebastian Stan very quickly uh, and <laughs> so uh, it worked uh, and yeah this is this is not a, a normal movie for us it is a much heavier uh, movie and a much heavier subject matter than we normally like to get into it's uh, <laughs> as I was walking out of the room I was like yeah this is gonna be a hard one to make jokes about it. I was like, we'll find a way. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll, we'll figure that out. <laughs> uh, but, but I think we did a good job. I think we did yeah, good. You'll also hear uh, us talk about uh, just the, the things that we appreciated about it as a film. Uh, and as much as we've kind of spent three years, like, you know, we're on year four now. Uh, mm. We have spent a, a, a solid three years talking a lot of shit. Uh, and you know, every now and then it's refreshing to, to get into just like some genuine film criticism and like, you know, how, how a movie does things well, uh, and not just like, you hear this fucking guy said, what an asshole. <laughs> That's a snake coming out of a toilet. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> got him right in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and, and this, so this movie is, uh, only available on demand. So you do have to, uh, rent or buy this movie. Um, however you do that, whether it's streaming or, or physical media. And is that a thing anymore? Maybe, I don't know. I suppose there's you like, could buy it. There's like one blockbuster in, uh, like in and around the Oregon somewhere. And I think it's Alaska. Yeah. Well, no, there was, there was one in Oregon. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, and I don't know if it's still there, but there was a like local, like non-chain, uh, video rental store in, uh, like the Berkeley area, uh, when we lived out there. Oh yeah. Well, and I guess you have Redbox, but I doubt that Red Redbox is stocking this movie. <laughs> that would be interesting. That would, that'd be a hell of a find. Uh, yeah. And, you know, 
2008 Annie Hathaway drama. Uh, <laughs> Go through it and be like, oh, I'm going to rent like Tenet. No, I don't want to rent that. Oh, Rachel getting married. Of course, this oh, yeah. is up there with this movie. This came out 13 I, years ago. Why would I not? I heard about that on the Never Heard of It podcast. <laughs> right. So, uh, so yeah. So, this movie is uh, is does have to rent or uh, purchase uh, this film. It is roughly three or four dollars to rent, and I think it's roughly twelve to fourteen dollars to purchase. Uh, so, if you're an Annie Hathaway fan uh, or a Jonathan Demme fan, this this movie is directed by Jonathan Demme, who we mentioned in the episode uh, mm-hmm. directed films like Silence of the Lambs and uh, Philadelphia. Um, so, if you are a fan of those, uh, and you're like, oh shit, those are great movies, you know, maybe you pick this one up. It is a little different than what you're probably used to. It is not a standard film. Um, mm. But, you know, if you if you are the type of person that watches the movies uh, after we announce them, um, you know, go ahead and check that out. But uh, if you are a Patreon subscriber, by the way, uh, patreon.com slash nightshiftradio, uh, you can actually have access to the full episode right now. So if you actually head to patreon.com slash nightshiftradio, link down below, um, you can subscribe at either the $5 or the $10 tier uh, to get access to the full uh, version of this episode, uh, which is available on the Patreon. If you subscribe to the $10 episode, uh, uh, tier, you're actually going to be able to see concept art from our new uh, upcoming show, uh, Show 17 uh, for Humans, our new animated series uh, led by Ethan Kosak. But you'll actually uh, get, start to see concept art of uh, one of the characters, the host of the talk show, Show 17. Um, so definitely uh, head over there and, and check that out on the Patreon uh, uh, for subscribing. And of course, it supports us. But there are many free ways to support us, one of which is by subscribing. So if you're mm-hmm. watching on YouTube, um, like, comment, subscribe. If you are uh, listening on a, your podcast player of choice, subscribing and leaving a rating and review is literally the most helpful thing you could possibly do for us. Hell, I would love for you to subscribe to the Patreon, but you leaving a rating and review in your podcast player, specifically Apple Podcasts, is way more helpful to me than to us than that. Like, that is a big push for us. Like, absolutely leave a rating review. We would really appreciate that. Um, and of course, you can follow us on social media at The Nahoy Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. But Caleb, where else would someone find us? Well, if you want to remember the name of this movie so that you can go and find it in your local red box, just head on over to thenahoyts.com, uh, where we have uh, our upcoming schedule of episodes with links to trailers and where you can find the movie streaming if available, in this case not. Uh, and of course, our contact form where you know we want to hear from you uh, how you think we're doing, how you think we're not doing, or like uh, movies that you want to hear us talk about. Uh, you know, we will we will always take a listener request. Uh, I think we I think we only skipped one just because it was just it was a little bit too heavy uh, for the show. We just we couldn't make any jokes about it. But like, yeah, that was a that was a, a you know, very much the exception. We, we and the other watch- one was we legit could not find it. Yes, like oh, it wasn't right, even right. digitally available. <laughs> Which, yeah. if it becomes available, we will we will oh, circle totally. back to that because it it looked awesome. Uh, so you know we. We want to do it, so let us know uh, what you want to hear us talk about, and we will do that in an episode. Yeah. Uh, So thanks a lot, everyone, for joining us for this trailer episode, and we will see you on Sunday. Constance! Wait, that's not this episode.
a father's tragic past hidden in the adventures of a cartoon mouse, a cautionary tale on the dangers of temporal tourism, a woman searching for answers after the death of an old friend. This is the Storyteller Series, a Night Shift Radio original. Every month, we bring a new short story to life in a full-cast audio drama. We publish a second exclusive story to our online print edition, and we give you a glimpse behind the pages with our author interview series. Subscribe to the Storyteller Series wherever you listen to podcasts, and visit nightshiftradio.com for more information. Music